0: All right, everybody, hello and welcome to another episode of Real Reading Talk. And I am your host, Ms. Sasha. And with Real Reading Talk, I discuss the real systemic issues with no chaser, no sugarcoating about why there are low levels of literacy in the black community in the ways in which we can combat these issues together. And uh, I hope that everybody is doing absolutely fabulous. Happy New Year to everyone. And I also wanna say happy Independence Day to our Haitian brothers and sisters because on January 1st, 1804, Our Haitian brothers and sisters gained their independence from the French. They beat the brakes off of them, got them up out of there. But we still must pray for our brothers and sisters because as we know, they are still suffering uh, to this day because of that. Uh, But nevertheless, again, like I said, having that independence um, is what's up. And that's something as black folks, we definitely should be striving to gain. So I want to get right to it. Well, before, uh, before I get right to it, I actually, I would love for you all, number one, to make sure you share this video, make sure you give this video some likes, and also download the Anchor app, if you would please. That's where I've been uploading my podcasts um, on the Anchor app. It's really an easy way in which you can start a podcast. Very, very simple. Because I remember when I started uh, doing my podcast a few years ago, shout out to all of my guests, uh, Lenny in the house. Oh, my goodness. Uh, one of my first guests and Dr. Mary Payton and uh, Dr. Linda Mubarak and Dr. Charles Loman and Louis T. McLean. Oh, man, the second. Oh, my goodness. You know, I appreciate them for rocking with me uh, when I started a few years ago, my podcast, Real Reading Talk. And um, and then I just recently have um, interviewed uh, Miss Ebony Donley. Oh wow, awesome lady! And Miss Ladosha Wright. All right. And so um, I definitely have been uh, grateful uh, for those who have allowed me to interview them to talk about uh, this 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 issue. You know, in the black community, like I said, the low levels of literacy. Uh, in the Black community. So again, like I said, go to Anchor, please, and make sure uh, that you uh, listen to my other podcasts that I've done. Also, my, my dear brother, uh, Morris Irvin, one of my guests as well, Musa in the house, all right? So I appreciate everybody um, uh, that I mentioned uh, who allowed me Uh, to interview them because they are some, these are some awesome people, authors, educators, mindfulness coach, tutors, all of that, just doing great things for our people. And also my podcast is on Spotify as well. Make sure you give me some great reviews, make sure you share it and all of that great stuff. So now I'm gonna get right to it y'all in terms of the issue that I want to talk about this evening for me, it might be morning for you, whatever time of day it is. I hope again, like I said, that everybody is doing well. I know everybody got their vision boards, their goal planners. You got your academic planners, notebooks, calendars, everything. Just everybody like, yeah, 2021, bye with 2020, right? Bye 2020. You know, that was that was the year of us getting our vision intact. That's what I've been saying. That's the the year we had to get our focus. A lot of great things. Um you know it to me again you know i did not look at 2020 i wasn't saying oh man this sucks and that, i mean of course it was a change definitely and, and, and you know you it has had its challenges you know and especially economically you know but again um it makes me think about um one of the uh episodes that i had with uh Morse and he talked about there is a always a gift in a crisis and so we got to you know remember that and try to try to look at our lives in that way you know and not just always focus you know on the things that are hurting us but look at things in which in ways in which we can empower ourselves and our our communities so what i wanted to discuss is a uh the the question that i want to raise is this we all need to be thinking about what does education look like for our black children, for our black child, our black children? What does that look like? And what made me want to have this discussion was a few things. Number one, I'll talk about the article first that I read. There's a fellow tutor, uh, Ms. Joy, I gotta shout her out. Awesome woman, awesome tutor. And she had posted, an article on Facebook and the article was an opinion piece that was done in the Bloomberg uh, you know uh, news platform by a lady named Andrea uh, I don't know if it's Andrea Gabor or Andrea Gaber not for sure the pronunciation Um, but she was talking about the nominee that Joe Biden uh, picked for secretary of education and His name, his last name is Cordona. But one of the things that she talked about in her opinion that she felt as though that he needs to do is to put those standardized tests to the curb. All right. And so of course, when I, when I read that, you know, I definitely, I was like, hello, you know, yeah, I know I've been saying, and it's a lot of other folks who've been saying that as well, like, you all are testing these children like crazy. And of course, the kids who are in private schools, they don't have to worry about all these tests. But it's typically our black children who are going to these public schools or charter schools and they have to be inundated with these tests. And so one of the things she said was that they don't prove anything, hello? Now, of course, you have people out there saying, well, I mean, the kids have to be tested and we know that kids, it, you have to be able to show that you have learned something, right, that you've mastered a skill or something in that way. And how, what better way to know that is if somebody was to question you, right, to make sure that you understood the content. But the problem that we have, and as we've seen with these standardized tests, is that these tests are basically filled with a lot of information that our children are getting and then forgetting. And it's no relevancy to their lives. And again, like I said, this is real reading talk and I'm talking about the systemic issues that deal with the low levels of literacy in the black community. So that is my focus. So for those of you who are just tuning in, that's yes, that's my focus. And the aspect of get and forget, that is what our children are getting when it comes to these tests. They'll get the information from these teachers who are preparing them for these tests. And then after they even take the tests, they forget. They forget what it was that they even learned. No relevancy. And I actually got that, that aspect, that whole get and forget, Uh, Dr. Alfred Tatum, and I'll show you his, this book, this is one of the books that I've been reading as well. Sorry, I got my background up. You guys uh, can't see the title. I'll read the title. It says, Teaching Reading to Black Adolescent Males, Closing the Achievement Gap. And Dr. Alfred Tatum, this Black man, he's an assistant professor in the Department of Literacy Education, all right, So he got the the credentials and all that to show that he know what he talking about. And he also has, you know, he was a reading consultant for high school in Washington, DC and a middle school in Baltimore, Maryland. Now this book, this book was written in uh, 2005. So this book is basically 16 years old. But one of the things that he talks about, which is something that for real, for real, you don't need a doctorate to figure out he talks about the fact that our children are not reading things or getting material that's relevant to their lives. How is it being connected to their lives? How are we going to get children to want to even read when we're putting in their faces stuff that they're like, what is this about? And then obviously if they're already struggling with reading, it's like, it's going to go away over their head. And then that's when they'd be like, man, I'm checking out, man, forget this. And that's what we're dealing with. And so, my question again, like I said, what I go back to is what does education look like for our Black child or Black children? What does that look like? How is it that we're going to connect, get them to even want to read, to get them to the point to where they're like, okay, you know what? I'm reading with a purpose, I'm reading with intentionality. You know, these are the things in which we are our hearing, right? So these are the things in which we have to really start asking ourselves and we have to really, really start making some really hard decisions, y'all. Straight up, real reading talk. We gotta make some really, really hard decisions because you already got folks out here who they already got the memo. You got black folks out here who've already started their own schools. You got black folks out here who are already homeschooling their children because they already know what this system is doing to our children, what's been doing to our children. It's not about educating them, it's just about regurgitating what the system wants them to learn and want them to know so that we can keep uh, feeding this white supremacist beast and keep allowing it to get bigger and bigger. So you got folks, I think about uh, the brother uh, out of Chicago who has Freedom Home Academy, international doing great things. You got brothers like him, you got, like I said, you have black homeschoolers, you have plenty other uh, educators, you have a lot of uh, Afrocentric schools, you know, that are not even talked about where folks have like, man, we already know what time it is. And if anything, for sure, for sure, we definitely see, you know, or should have seen rather when, when this whole pandemic hit. It's like, okay, you know, when, when you are, especially those of you, you know, you, you, if you're able to be at home with your children because you're able to work from home and you hear your children online and you hear the things that they're going over with the kids, just like with my son, uh, my youngest, uh, I have them in a charter school and they were, she was, and this is a black teacher, and they were talking about, she was teaching them that Columbus was a Voyager. And, and it's like, I mean, are you kidding me? Really? Still doing that, even though, even though it's already been research done, it's already been countless, you know, research done. We already know about what Columbus has done. There's no way you can't, ain't no, no discoverer nothing. Call him what he was. Just, just like, for example, with Adolf Hitler. The first thing that comes to our minds, because we know we've been taught that, is that he was a dictator, you know, a horrible, terrible, evil man, right? You know, nobody is going around saying, oh, you know, I feel like he was, you know, a, an innovative thinker and, you know, is ahead of his time. No, nobody's saying none of those things. I don't care what he may have done that was positive. You best believe you're gonna walk away knowing that that man was evil, but still some kind of way, our kids got to they got to put a spin on it with Columbus, George Washington, Thomas Jefferson that these folks that they were some type of, you know, uh, great thinker or you know, they were great men and they were revolutionary and all, all these other whatever terms. And it's like, really? Really. So we already know what time it is. So that's why I go back to the question again. What does education look like for our Black children moving forward? These are things we need to be uh, talking about. Dr. Amos Wilson, he talked about this in, in, in one of his lectures. In explaining how what education, how it should be, and, and of course there were others as well, but I, I'm highlighting him um, in particular uh, because i definitely, I've listened to a lot of his lectures. And he talks about in terms of the education aspect, how it should be meeting the needs of our communities. It should be meeting the needs of our communities. These are the things in which we need to start thinking about when it comes to educating our black children. How how is this education going to help empower our black children? Because when they start making that connection, then that's when it's going to be able to be easier to teach them that, yes, reading is relevant. Yes, you do need to read this book. Even if even if they're not reading a book that was by a Black author or it was a book that didn't have a Black person in it, still, they'll be able to, whatever it is they're reading, they're able to relate it, they're able to analyze it, all these different things that should be happening when it comes to education, not just the mere regurgitation of what somebody then told you. You want our children to be able to, when they're reading and, and, they're, and they're reading different texts, then they're able to be in these classrooms and, and they're able to challenge and say, hey, no, wait a minute, I read, you know, that Dr. Uh, Dr. Jawanza Kunjufu said this is that and the third. or I read that Dr. Amos Wilson said this. I learned that Dr. Marva Collins said that, you see? See, we're able to empower and, f- and have our children think on that freedom Type of wavelength. So I came up with some questions that I said that I wanted to start off with and within my own family and I and I definitely highly recommend that all of you do the same thing. This is what we should be doing right now. Because this whole aspect of folk, folks trying to hurry up and push the kids back into school. They try. you got districts talking like, yeah, we about to, the schools, it's gonna be open this year, 2021. We're gonna have the kids. It's like, yeah, okay, kids are coming in. Okay, but are y'all you still gonna be doing the same stuff? You still gotta deal with our kids in the classrooms, you know what I'm saying, with these teachers who are looking at them like, I really don't really wanna see your face. I really am not trying to deal with you. I remember reading an article uh, about this. I think she was 13 years old in this in the black girl. And she was like, she don't want to go back into that classroom because of the bullying and because of how the teachers was making her feel. So like I said, this pandemic brought out a lot of ish that really, really needs to be addressed. So with that being said, I'm going to give you the questions that I came up with. So the first one that I came up with is does what the children are learning does it free them where did I get this from though I actually got this from when I was being educated listening to it's uh a YouTube um on YouTube Dr uh Greg Carr he uh has he's partnered with Professor Karen Hunter Karen Hunter has a show on Sirius XM. I used to listen to her. I remember when she first came out, I think it was 2014. And, um, but she has a show that she does. She partners with Dr. Greg Carr, who is a professor out of Howard University. And they both were talking about uh, Sonia Sanchez. And one of the things that she talked about in terms of um, one of the questions she asks is, but does it free you? How is it freeing you? How is it getting us to a point where we are no longer being oppressed? Is that what that's what we should be looking at when it comes to education? That's one of the things we need to start off with. And so like I said, I got that from what they when they disseminated that information, when I was getting that education, okay, which they come on on Saturdays, y'all please listen to them at 12 o'clock uh, Eastern Standard Time all right i mean brilliant and dr greg carr please i mean that brother you talk about books i don't need please okay but so but that's one of the so that's definitely the first question that um i came up with that i said that again giving credit to Sonia sanchez because that's something that she has been asking the second one how does it help change their family situation. That's the thing that our children want to know. You think about, you know know how your kids, you know, the kids will be like, well, I just, I want to know why I got to read this. How's this going to make me some money? Why I got to learn this? And, you know, we think they may be being flip or whatever the case, but for real, for real, that's them articulating something on a child's level, but actually that is brilliance. That is right. They need to know, they're trying to figure out. They're like, okay, they're looking at their family situation. They're looking at, okay, I just experienced our gas getting cut off. I just experienced, you know, uh, having, you know, uh, no, hardly no food in the refrigerator. And I understand, I'm not trying to make it seem like this is all black people's situations. I'm talking about, again, when we're talking about centering things and we're starting stuff, we got to center it around the week. We got to build around the week. And so if you have situation, especially in the public school system, we already know majority of the kids there qualify for a free lunch. That's so why all the kids get the free lunches. Majority of them qualify for it. Why, how do you qualify for a free lunch? Because of the income, right? This whole, you know, your income is below whatever, then you get a free lunch. So the kids, they're paying attention, they know. So again, how does the education going to help their family and change their family situation. These are things in which we need to be asking when it comes to educating our black children. Next question, how does it help them create generational wealth? So is what our children learning, is it going to help us create generational wealth or is it gonna be continuously creating generational poverty? So these are questions in which we need to be um, asking, these are things in which we need to be asking when it comes to the education of our black child or black children. And again, this is, let me say this, because you have people who your kids are grown and all that, even still think about your grandchildren, think about your nieces, your nephews, and even if you don't have children, the children in your community or the children, again, in your family. So this pertains to everybody. So don't look at this like, well, shoot, my kids is good and grown. They already didn't. Done, done, done. No, no, this is for everybody. All hands on deck. And again, I'm talking about specifically focused and targeted on black children. Next question. How does it teach them to eat healthier and want to take care of their bodies? How is education being able to uh, help our children learn that. These are things in which we need to be talking about. Why? Because we already know the healthy bodies and what we're putting in our bodies is linked to what? Our minds. So if our kids are walking around drinking blue juice and eating and got orange fingertips because they've been eating Cheetos or they come to school, you know, and they got all kinds of candy in their pocket, that's not going to help them. So we already know that. So we need to link that education piece to uh, them, them being able to uh, be educated to them eating healthier, all right? Them being able to understand that their bodies have to be healthy. And when your body is healthy, you're putting good in, it's going into your mind, then you're gonna put what? Good out, right? Next thing, how does it help them learn how to defend themselves? Yes. Oh, yes, indeed, uh-huh, hmm You know how our kids be going to school and they'll be told, uh, don't ever defend yourself. Always tell a teacher, if someone hits you, don't ever hit them back. We have zero tolerance. You know, we hear those terms, right? We have zero tolerance. I'll expel you if you get hit back. I mean, if you hit or whatever, and, and, and uh, if you hit somebody back for hitting you, Right? But the thing is, is that real talk again, you know, our children, they're coming from communities in which it ain't about no, you about to go tell, huh? Yeah, you might be able to hand, yeah, yeah, you might be able to get that off in school, but then that child got to get on the bus with that same child. They got to go or walk home in the community with that same child. So again, the whole education piece, they like, they sit up there like, how are they going to be educated? And they scared. How they gonna be educated and they scared? They nervous. They're sitting up there like, oh my God, man, I don't wanna get on this bus. I don't wanna walk home. You no, know, Latron, he gonna try to hit me again, creating trauma, right? And you and you got trauma, you nervous and all of that, you can't learn nothing, all of that, you know what I'm saying, logic and stuff, that's out there. When, man, you thinking about surviving. So we need to be thinking about that with education. How, again, how does it help uh, them learn how to defend themselves? So when it comes to in terms of, yes, us having our children in a martial arts class or a boxing class or a kickboxing class, something like that, and all of those things, again, as we know for those who have had their children in martial arts and things like that, it's not just about you going out to go crack somebody upside the head. You know what I'm saying? it's a discipline that's taught in there, being able to think logically. So there's a lot of benefits to that. But see, we, you know, but our kids are going to these schools and they're taught, don't ever hit back. I remember I had to deal with that with a teacher. I was subbing at a school, white teacher gonna tell a little boy, don't you ever hit back, ever. You don't ever. And I was like, oh, I'm like, no, 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 sister. She ain't about to say that on my watch. And so I had to, you know, tell her, I said, well, I said, there there are times I said, number one, it, it can't be no thing where we tell a child they should not ever hit, you know what I'm saying, back, because a natural human consequence is going to occur. Somebody hit you naturally, you're going to want to hit them back. Now, does that mean that, you know, we want our children, and then that's the thing, we're seeing, we see this too, unfortunately, you'll have kids, and that's when, you know, trauma has been put in there some kind of way, some kind of way in that child, where, a child make a mistake and bumps that child. They already, you pump me, you know, getting all pumped and ready to fight and, you know, throw blows and all that kind of stuff. So we already know, obviously, that's something that child has been accustomed to learning. So again, like I said, that's why we have to teach our children. We're teaching them about defending themselves. We're teaching them about all of it, The prop, the time in which, you know, maybe you can be able to uh, speak up for yourself, you know what I'm saying? And it, maybe it doesn't have to go to blows. It could be a thing where you talk to that person, you talk to that child. So these are things in which that's what education looks like. So again, like I said, these are the questions that I came up with and I hope and pray that you all are asking yourselves these same things in terms of what does education look like for our black children? And another one. Oh, I have two more. How does it help them learn how to start a business and maintain their business? These, again, these are questions in which our children, they should be learning. This is what education should look like, in my opinion, from what I see based off the needs of the community that needs to be fulfilled. How, how is it, how does it, how does education that they're learning, how does it help them to start uh, to start their own business and maintain their businesses, because as we've seen, you have a lot of black folks who start their businesses. But it's about maintaining and sustaining those businesses, making sure they're thriving so we don't have to continuously go to scratching and surviving. I love good times. I love what brother Eric Monty did and Mike Evans did. Shout out to them. But yes, we do have to thrive as a community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we, we got to know what that looks like. And we, we got models. We have models. So we know what it looks like. It's just that, unfortunately, again, and as you see, what I'm getting to is that if we understand that this is what education looks like, you got to ask yourself, next, is this the education that your child is getting at these schools that we so busy, so quick trying to rush them back into? Because Ooh, Lord, child, these, I know what these teachers are talking about. Oh, man, Ray Ray, he didn't, oh my goodness, man, Shakisha, ooh, she is, it's like, okay, yeah, uh-huh, but again, if we keep looking at education as, in the schools as, ooh, I'm gonna let somebody else do it, ooh, all right, no, 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 we gotta look at education like, no, this is my primary job. I have to empower my children. These are my babies. These are me and my husband's children, or, you know, me and the children, you know, the father of my uh, children's children, whatever. This is our children. We gotta make sure that they on point. We can't be dependent on them. For real, for real. And the last question, how does it help them to start to build their own communities? again, we're looking at what our children are experiencing. They see these abandoned homes on their streets. They see when they go outside, they see uh, broken glass everywhere. They see when they go to the park and they just wanna go to the freaking park to play, but they can't because you got some dudes who wanna be cussing and smoking weed and drinking, you know what I'm saying, at the park you like, dang, man, can, 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 can I just take my kids to the park and just play for a little bit? Can I? Can I do it? No, because, you know, you got folks want to just use the park like, you know, hey, man, I could just do what I want. You know what I'm saying? I can talk all kind of crazy, smoke this, drink that, whatever the case. And the kids got to be subjected to all that. And so that's why, again, when I go back to the fundamental question in terms of, What does education look like for our black children? What does that look like? So I hope and pray that in 2021, this new year for all of us, that that is something that we are really, really and truthfully asking ourselves. And then of course, after we ask the question, we got to start saying, for real, for real, we got to really, really look at, Okay, how is this this working? Because I know what education looks like. I gave y'all some of my questions and I have plenty more. So I gave y'all some of my questions. So you have to start. And again, that's what people do when they try to solve problems, right? So again, all of this, how all all of this is linked to literacy? Well, because when our children understand what education looks like, and they understand that they are a part of the solution, when they understand that this is my community, this is my street, yes, I belong here. Yes, I don't wanna see abandoned homes. I don't wanna see trash on the ground. I don't wanna see no stores that only sell blue juice and and, and Cheetos. Then they start feeling like they are a part of the change. So that's the whole point. And it's linked to literacy because then what we start doing is saying, hey, look, look, Muhammad. So now we're gonna start making sure we get books that are tailored towards the things in which you can do that in which you can help your community. So Muhammad, you, 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 I, I noticed that you love computers. So we're gonna get as many books as possible that talks about computers. And I know you love playing your games. So now we're gonna start looking at some different professions that you can get into that deals with gaming so that you can create these games. Oh yes. And guess what? After you create those games, Muhammad, guess what? You're gonna make lots of money and you'll be able to help buy some of these homes in the community. Really? Yeah. Yeah, you can. You better believe it. And I'm gonna show you how. You think that child, you think that child is going to be excited about learning now? You think that child is gonna be excited about reading? You're damn right. Yes, they will be. Inshallah, God willing. So, with that being said, I'm gonna leave you all with that. And again, this was episode 12 episode 12, of Real Reading Talk. I am your host, Miss Sasha, and with Real Reading Talk again, uh, I'm again talking about the real issues that are the very core, the very foundation, no sugarcoat, no chaser, about why there are low levels of literacy in the Black community and ways in which we can combat these issues together. Please go to Anchor, download the Anchor app so you can listen to uh, my other podcasts as well, other interviews and other uh, things that I've talked about as well. Make sure you share it. Make sure you go to Spotify. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you go to uh, my YouTube channel, uh, Reading is Freedom, so that you can get a choose from a plethora of read alouds for your child. where majority of those books represent Black children, Black families, Black, Black culture, Black experiences. Also, I will be starting Another online reading camp, that's right, January 23rd, y'all holla, that's right, six, six weeks of our children being empowered, being inspired, learning about Black history, Black culture, Black experiences, doing projects, uh, just and, and just great uh, fun, engagement, all of that good stuff. So I hope that you all uh make sure that you go to my website abclearntutoring.site that's abclearntutoring.site click on the winter uh so winter's called winter readland i think i'm trying to be snazzy and jazzy and all that good stuff uh winter readland so you can uh sign your child up for this very affordable online reading camp all right 6 weeks on saturday fun and empowerment, learning and engagement, upliftment. Your child will walk away just feeling more empowered, more inspired and all of that great stuff. All right. So you all take care and um, please remember to uh, keep reading for at least uh, 30 minutes a day. I like to say that as well. All right. All right, y'all. Peace.